Hey everybody, welcome back to the Dangernog Podcast, hosted by Acronym, also known as the guy who takes 10 years to post in between episodes. Oh man. Oh, I don't even, I don't even know where to start. Obviously I have to apologize, but then again I apologized at the start of the last episode and that didn't really change anything. Um, how do I explain myself? Well, there's been a large gap in between from episode 2 to what is now episode 3. Um, I can't. I don't even know how many months it's been, but it's it's been more than just this summer. But there's a lot to catch up on, and I decided that instead of running back to every little point that I've missed throughout the time that I've let you guys be away from me, I was just gonna focus on a couple of things. But um, yeah, oh my! Like for some reason, I'm a lot more nervous about this episode, about recording it, than I was any of my other past episodes, which I have no idea why, because those were kind of more in the beginning and I should know what I'm doing at this point, but I don't. I just hit record and I start talking, but hopefully I'm not making any promises because you know I break them shits, but hopefully you'll see more episodes at more frequent intervals than what I've left you guys with so far. But anyways, just a couple um, updates. Last episode, I left off on um, kind of <laughs> talking about my job search. Well, I don't want to get in too much detail, but job search is over. I'll let you think of that as you will. I don't want to get in too many details because if I start getting reckless on this shit, I don't, know, I don't want y'all coming for me. But, but we blessed out here, at least for now. So there's that. The summer has been pretty chill. Um, it, had its, it had ups and downs. Um, I guess the downs are kind of mostly more internal mental stuff, but the ups were a lot of external things. So I guess you need to take the blessing in that and all the downs can come with mental changes. So that's something I'm going to be working on. And, um, speaking of mental changes, oh man, so this is, I'm recording this. What is this today? September 1st? Yo, okay, listen. Summer, okay, summer is the best season of the year. I don't care. I, I I hate these people who say, oh my God, I hate summer. No, fuck you, dog. Like, oh, I'm a winter person. Are you, are you a psychopath? Are you a freaking murderer? Who likes the... Okay, other than holiday season, like I love holiday season, as soon as New Year's Eve is done, I just want to die until May comes around. And judging by Chicago, it might still even fucking snow in May. So you never even know. But yeah, so uh, but I, what I mean to say, like bring this all up for is because, yo, I can like I felt a cool breeze the other day. And like the little part of my brain that like triggers the seasonal depression started like dusting off the cobwebs. And it's like, oh, rubbing its hands together like, oh, we back. So I'm gonna, it's going to take a lot to like stave off, stave off. That's not even a word. Um, keep off. I was just I'm not gonna source you guys to death over here. I'm gonna keep off this seasonal depression as as best as I can. And if you guys have any tips for that, um, and you guys subscribe to, oh yeah. So anytime you guys have a comment about anything that I say or questions or you just want your input, follow the Danger Knock podcast on Instagram at Danger Knock. I don't have a Facebook page for it yet, but. Um, yeah, so just you can leave a DM or post in the comment of the post that I'm going to make for this episode and just leave me a message. Like, I be talking, I say dumb stuff, 
you want to like refute a fact that I just made up or want to continue a conversation, just hit me up there. And yeah, and if anything's interesting that comes from that, I'll probably mention it on the next episode. So yeah, so at Danger Knock, um, Danger Knock spelled as in the title of whatever you're watching this on, so I don't have to spell it for you, just read. Um, but yeah, where was I going with that? Oh yeah, so seasonal depression. Yo, I'm low-key kind of scared. I hate... I hate when like the sun isn't out as long and it's cold and just being outside just... It becomes a chore and just staying inside like becomes kind of more of the norm i hate that so as i try to post more podcasts i will keep you guys updated on how i'm doing and another reason why i'm like yo this is the best time to start the podcast again is because this helps me and kind of with my basically just overall mentality on outlook and life and stuff like that so and i know that's a issue that some other people have in terms of when fall time hits and the seasonal depression, it's very real and it kicks back in. So um, if anybody has any tips, I'll make sure to like make a singular post on Instagram for you guys to leave your comments on how you guys kind of deal with it or tips for other people because I'm going to need that low key. So yeah, but and oh yeah. And so this episode, I decided to have a a particular theme for this particular episode as opposed to my other episodes where I'm just ranting or talking about something dumb. I mean, this is going to be dumb too, but it'll be themed dumb. But this episode today, I'm going to call Ghosted. So the simple fact is one of the arguments that I keep getting into with people, it's like, we like to call them discussions, but it's really arguments because I'd be getting mad, like not real mad, but like, just like, just irks me sometimes but i just love the conversation anyway so i love having it but the conversation is always about like whether ghosts exist or not and so a, a vast majority of people i believe believe in some sort of paranormal or uh kind of otherworldly forces that happen on earth that interact with people on earth Right. So what I'm going to be arguing here is not necessarily whether like other universes exist on our plane. Just whether or not they're interacting with us. If that's like a possibility. Right. So here's my biggest argument. Right. Um, if ghosts were to exist. Right. They would have to then be an extension of a person who had once lived, right? So over the billions upon billions of people who have ever lived on this planet, right? It, if, if they were to all become ghosts, you would think that at least one of the billions of people would have died, become a ghost and be like, Yo, I'm a ghost. Let me let these people know. Right? Why is it that all these ghosts are like, oh, I'm gonna be mysterious and shit. And I'm gonna just like flick light switches up and down and then hide for another week. And then maybe I'll like push a bottle cap. That was a bottle cap. Off a table. And then these people are gonna get spooked, but then go about their day. But like, 
that's gonna satisfy me like is that all they do like why be a ghost if you can like if oh my god i'm already getting like if i were a ghost right for example let's say i died i become a ghost and i'm like oh shit i'm a ghost i'm making a youtube channel i'm using all my little uh what is it called protoplasm what is that ghost power or whatever I'm using all my power to not flick light switches, but I'm going to hit a keyboard and I'm going to make an account and I'm going to be like, I'm going to live stream my ghostliness, right? Like, why wouldn't you do that? That's so insane to me. My, first of all, fuck PewDiePie. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, no, wait, I don't know much about him. I don't listen to him as much, but I heard he did some like dumb shit, but I would, my channel would surpass his in an instant. Why wouldn't you want to watch a ghost vlog, right? But no, every ghost that's ever existed has to be like secret and spooky, right? But then again, what's the criteria in becoming a ghost, right? You just got to be sad or angry. Like why all the ghosts got to be angry? Like what if you're like, if you're happy, you don't become a ghost. Like, I don't understand. And on top of that, right? Some of them not only be invisible, they'd be like manifesting themselves to people. Like, somebody would say, like, oh, I saw um, a little girl run down the hall and was, like, laughing and shit. Or, like, I saw a grown, scary man standing in the hallway, right? But then when I went there, he was gone, right? So that means that they're capable of conjuring themselves into into beings that we can see. So why can't you just do that all the time and be like, hey, yo, I'm a ghost? And they'd be like, oh, shit, you a ghost. And then they chillin'. Is that not allowed? That's why, that's kind of those things, like, I feel like people don't think about. Like, why Why do all the ghosts have the same personality? Like, you couldn't have, like, a fun, chill ghost that's just, like, wants to watch a football game and is just sitting on the couch with you? Or they only got to come when it's, like, oh, you, like, low-key already scared. Or randomly. Right? It just doesn't make sense. Out of the billions and billions of people. So, I don't know. There was all like this other arguments too. Oh, and that leads to other things like it doesn't even specifically just pertain to ghostly beings. So like in Islam, people believe in jinns, right? And a jinn is it's kind of hard to explain. I think other people might explain it better. I mean, they're explaining something they don't fully know anyway. So I guess you take the word explanation with a grain of salt, but. It's apparently another being that God created that like lives in a different plane than us, existential plane. But somehow, sometimes, they can interact with us, but we cannot interact with them. I don't understand that. Like, why, why is it only that they, they can, like, fuck with us sometimes? Or, like, people can't say their names because then they'll show up. And they'll show up on our plane of existence, but we can't do that to them. Right? Like, is that their sole purpose, just to be, like, weird? Right, but then other people's beliefs are also that they have their own kind of world, right? They have their own jobs, their own lives, their own everything, right? And so, if they have all of that, why can't they? Well, how many times does our world interfere with theirs? Like, they're walking down the street, and all of a sudden they bump into a human, but like we don't know it, but they know it. Like, must that just be annoying, or like not make any sense? And another thing. Right? I'm just thinking about this now. Right? Let's say I am in a building. 
I am in the Sears Tower. I am on the 80th floor, right? And I, like, say something. People say, like, you can conjure jinns by, like, just saying their name or just by saying, mentioning them. If I'm on the 80th floor, right, and the jinn is in his own universe, how is the jinn going to get to me? I'm in the mother flipping sky. Unless the jinn also happens to just make his own Sears Tower as well to happen to be at the same height that I am. Right? But then why are they, like, how is that? What, that's not a coincidence for us to be in the same type of buildings. How can, I'm, I'm going to be above him. Right? And so if that were the case, bring that back to a smaller scale, how would they know I'm even in a house right now? If they're chilling in their own plane of existence. Right? And do they got a clock in? Like, oh, man, like, I wasn't trying to do nothing today. But, but acronym was like, yo, Jin, Jin, Jin. And then I gotta get up and I gotta go bother him now. Like, what? You fucking crazy, man. They could, okay, they could hypothetically exist. But I'm pretty sure that if they do exist, they are not sure about us just as much as we're not sure about them. If if they even have like a book that even mentioned us to them, right? Because apparently there's different religions within jinns, but that's crazy. What if I got possessed in the middle of this podcast? That'd be wild. And that see, this is a perfect example. Like if I was a ghost right now in my house and I'm listening to this kid in this house make a stupid podcast talking like shit about ghosts, I'd possess him right now and be like, "Hey yo, you tweaking, buddy? Like we out here?" And then I'd be like, "Oh shit." Right? But like, no. But when I was little, low-key, I, I believed that there was like these two ghosts in my house that I am in, that I live in now. Because I've been in this house since like 2000. In bet- like before I moved out and then moved back in. And I believe like there was like these two old ghosts that lived in this house, which I thought were the owners of the house before us. And um, I thought they were like, they were supposed to, they're like chill ghosts. They're like, yeah, just take care of the house and we just chill in. Right? So I was never really scared. But I always just thought that. And then I saw on uh, this pillar in my house. I'm kind of looking at it now because I'm chilling in my basement. There's like names carved into the wall. Like one of them is like Benji. Loki, that kind of scared me because it's like carved in with like a knife. And that kind of scared me. I'm like, who the hell is Benji? Why is his name carved into the wall or into this pillar? And so like in order to counteract that, I carved my name into the wall too. So in the future, when someone else gets this house, they'll be scared of my name think i'm a ghost but loki i'm gonna be just chilling in another house or i'll be dead i don't know and this is not to say that like i don't believe in the afterlife because i i do believe in an afterlife but also an afterlife kind of scares me if that makes sense and um i guess this is a quote-unquote danger knock topic because it's like questioning heaven and i I, I do believe that there is an afterlife, but I'm kind of scared that it might be boring. And I'll bear with me. Let me explain. So imagine, right? You're in heaven. You're chilling, right? And God is like, you can have whatever you want, whenever you want, right? So if I was like, yo, can I have a Lamborghini? And whoa, I just magically got a Lamborghini and I can drive it everywhere, Right? Wouldn't that be kind of boring? Like after a while, when you can have whatever you want, whenever you want, 
like the idea of having these cool things or i guess having whatever you want earning it kind of is half of the joy right that's why i guess rich kids enjoy material objects i guess less than someone who worked hard for it right because they had it handed to them right if i since i don't have that much money now if i were to work really really hard and everything were to pop off and this podcast became huge and i became like joe rogan or something so share this podcast so i could become like joe rogan and i became a millionaire and i bought a dope like lamborghini that would mean so much to me as opposed to i'm 16 years old and i told my parents oh i want a red lamborghini but then they got me a black lamborghini and now i'm crying like that's kind of the essence of why just having things just when you want them may not mean as less. So that's kind of, I don't know why I think like that, but that's why I'm kind of scared of heaven. Like, whoa, what if it's like boring? And then I'm also confused as like how other people's heavens interact with other people's heavens, right? If it's just like a perspective thing. Like if I, my heaven, I want the sky to be orange, right? But then someone else's heaven, like they want the sky to be like turquoise. I think this guy's already like kind of like turquoise. Anyways, right? Is it just gonna be at our own perspectives that's gonna happen? And like, can we even chill with each other? Is the question. Like, am I gonna be able to chill with my family and my homies, and like do whatever I want? Like, that's so weird. And so this is an interesting thing to me because I've been thinking about this since I was like since the first time the concept of heaven was introduced to me as a child. When I was like very little, my parents would kind of teach me about Islamic um, um, just rules and kind of the universal laws that come with being a Muslim. And one of those things she mentioned, like in her mind, right, obviously, because this is a very common thing to think, is that introducing a concept of heaven as a goal or um, an aspiration to enter, right? It's something that will motivate a child to do good in life and to be the best person they can be so they can enter this realm, right? And part of that is true, but when I heard it, right, I was just so confused because these questions that I have now as a 22-year-old, I was having at like six or seven years old, right? And at that time, I was mad curious, so I'm sitting there like, hmm, if I die, I can have anything I want, but like, what is my relation to everything else, to everybody else's kind of universes, right? And what a bad thing that led to that was kind of like, I kept on thinking about it and think about, thinking about it. And I'm like, there's only one way to solve this question right and as a kid it's not good to have kind of suicidal thoughts but they weren't necessarily like they weren't out of a place of depression it was out of strict curiosity of yo i'm trying to answer this problem right now but no one else can tell me for sure because no one really actually knows right and i was like as a it's bad for a seven-year-old to think about like, killing himself but i'm sitting there in my room i remember vividly like playing with my toys and just sitting there like i could answer this question 
if I just like killed myself. But then I didn't know how to do that, like how to do that in a proper way. So like it wouldn't hurt. And like I was watching movies like, oh, you guess you could slit your throat, but that would take a long time because then you have to bleed out. That hurts. That would suck. And then um, and then they also tell you like you read later on that you can't commit suicide in Islam. Um, and by the way, like I don't want this to cause any alarm. This is just how I was thinking as a little kid, because I'll walk you through how I got over this kind of idea. But at the time, this is what I was thinking. But then I was like, yo, if I die right now, I may never witness a Chicago Bulls winning a championship. Or I may never see the new season of Teen Titans or whatever, right? So things like that kind of like, ah, no, I'm, I'm good for now, right? And But that kind of ideology and the strict curiosity and overthinking of things has kept has stayed with me for a long time and it kind of leads me to live a life that is based on more worldly actions which is kind of contradictory to what a lot of i guess religious people not just muslim people think because a lot of people obviously have the end goal like they say this thing called a deen over dunya, which basically means like your righteousness and your spirituality over like worldly um, obsessions, like materialism and things like that. And that is perfect. That is hundred percent true. Like you should be thinking about getting your spirit right and being a good person above these things that are temporary in the world. But I also think that it's hard to comprehend a sort of afterlife and in a way that it takes over your current life, right? So my personal opinion on this subject is that what people should do is understand that kind of, whether even if you're an atheist or you are religious, that you should make the most of your time here on earth and value its importance, right? And this is me right now speaking to kind of religious people, is that you may think that this world is unimportant, but if it, it was created for a reason. So I believe that you should make the most of it and not just throw away or dismiss worldly activities because this is all we understand at this point. We don't... This is all our brains can comprehend. So we might as well comprehend the most of it that we can here and a lot of that is either like science or psychology or sociology or just interactions with humans love right um this is all very important because if it wasn't then it wouldn't be happening at least in my opinion right so this all stems from whether ghosts exist or not and i kind of just went on a tangent but yeah, this existential plane, got to make the most of it. Um, if you die, if you are listening to the... Oh, actually, I'm not going to say that. But if any ghost is like listening to this, and it goes to wherever, if someone's listening to it on a speaker in another part of the country, and a ghost is overhearing, and you hear me saying this, you hear me talking shit about ghosts, please <laughs> make a YouTube channel, please. Because, like... That would solve all of our questions and problems. But anyways, 
the next kind of segue from talking about ghosts and another thing even goes to why i think we believe in ghosts is kind of our psychology behind fear or trying to make sense of things that we don't understand um ugh, sorry i just so like there's one thing i started doing is like watering down like my juices and this was vitamin water zero that already has like kind of a like um what is it called a damn i don't know how to talk once i hit record once i hit record on these podcasts like my brain just 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 goes numb and i can't think of words but diluted that's the word god damn Every time <laughs> vitamin water zero is already diluted, so I fill. I also fill it with water to get the most of it. And but at a certain point, like after you drink it and fill it with water, drink it, fill it with water, then it just tastes like ass. And so right before I, this, I filled it with water again, and I broke the ass the ass threshold from whether it tastes good to ass. It's definitely ass right now. But I'm thirsty when I talk, and I don't have anything else, and I don't want to leave. So just bear with me as I take these ass sips. Ugh, God. All right. Anyways, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, fear. So, like, our brain has the ability to conjure or create hallucinations, right? Some people have it with drugs. Other people have it as a kind of predisposed mental disability, whether it's like schizophrenia or things along those lines, where your brain is creating things that are not necessarily there, right? So my argument is, what if, hypothetically, right, our brain can have blips, like little small like blips of these kind of hallucinations that are kind of live dream states, you know? So... You may not be a complete schizophrenic, but your brain just tweaked and for a second and it or it's like a very mild form and it conjured that thing to exist. Right. And when you hear stories about ghosts and you hear um, and you watch movies, it kind of and it kind of puts a little database of things in your mind so that when a blip happens the conjured form of that blimp that blip or that small portion in time is an extension of kind of things that are already ingrained in your brain and that's why i think that when people have ghost stories right they all just seem so similar you could have the same ghost stories from across the world right but why are all these ghosts acting the same like all weird and creepy and just stepping around right why is it not a ghost in the spotlight and considering how many people are, are so eager to look for fame in the real world, right? You would think that when they die, they kept the same personality and just tried to do the same. But all of a sudden, they just gave up and they become, they all became introverts for some reason. All the billions and billions of ghosts that exist. So that's my kind of dispute on that. But I think there needs to be a little bit more research on kind of having mild hallucinations for no reason, right? That's why sometimes things can't be explained. Well, it's because it's in your head. And for the amount of stuff I talked about, ghosts, I would think that um, something would have happened to me by now, but it hasn't. But but 
no matter <laughs> no matter how much shit I talk, when I when I'm in a basement and I turn the lights off, you know goddamn well I'm gonna run up those steps because you never know, <laughs> you never know what's behind you. But that's so. I firmly, logically, do not believe in ghosts. But if you put me in like a haunted house, like a real like abandoned house, and it's nighttime, I'm gonna be scared, right? I'm gonna be like, yo, like low key though, like what if? But then again, that's what I think. Like that's the fear comes like your fight or flight reflexes, because that's I think triggers a lot of what people's fears come from, and kind of I guess hallucinations. But yeah, I'm down for anybody. My friend, like I even got um I tried to make my own Ouija board. It didn't work. In high school, senior year, I tried to make my own um, Ouija board, and I was using like a clear bottle cap as like that little vision thingy for the letters. And my friends got mad at me, like, "Oh, that is, like, don't do that shit. You're gonna like bring some shit up that you don't want." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Man," but then later that night, I was sleeping, and oh, quick side note. So the way I sleep is very weird, right? So all the stuff I talk about ghosts and I don't believe in it. Uh, when I go to sleep, I have a habit. I sleep on the side, like I sleep on my stomach, right? Or on my side, but I have to be facing the wall, facing the closest wall. And the reason for that is when I was little and I would be scared if I'm sleeping like by myself, my, my logic was if I'm facing the wall, right? And I open my eyes, there's less likely of a chance for something to be in the small little distance in between my face and the wall, right? But if I'm facing the rest of the room and I open my eyes, there could be some shit there, right? So I'd rather not see it because I feel like half of the rules in like ghost or monster kind of the monster law book is that they can only attack you once you see them because then it defeats the purpose because then you just died in your sleep. Right? So they want to like, like you see in the movies, the person opens their eyes and then there's a monster. Ah, and then they kill you. Right? What if you never opened your eyes? That, see? I'm thinking always ahead of the game, dog. And I, for that also reason, the same reason, I used to always keep my, um, my closet door open. Right? Because my logic, this is seven-year-old logic coming back. And I still kind of maintain this today even though I care less today, but I would keep the closet door open because if it's already open, there's less of a chance for it to creepily open up slowly and me think that there's something in there. But there can't be something in there if it's wide open already, right? So, logic. And if you think about it in Monsters, Inc., right? The door had to be closed for them to open it and get in. Because what if the door on the other end is already open? You can't. You can't open it then. So that's... Logic. I'm not making any sense right now. This is what happens when you take 10 years off of podcasts. But what else was I going to talk about? Talk, talked about ghosts. Oh, yeah. In the realm of being ghosted, right? Um, I was talking about fear. Oh, and that's scary movies, right? So I just saw a scary movie recently, right? And I'm going to say, you can't see me right now, but I'm doing air quotes. Scary movie. Because this shit wasn't even scary. It was just very disturbing. But um, it's from the same director, I think, that made Hereditary. And i never seen Hereditary, but Hereditary is a movie that scared my cousin. 
and uh <clears throat> she watches scary movies in the dark by herself and she doesn't care so if it scared her i was like fuck yeah i'm gonna watch that like and fuck it by fuck yeah i mean fuck no because if it scares her i'm gonna have a mental fucking mental problems after but apparently this movie called midsummer was by the same director as hereditary and let me tell you something right to sum up this movie and my reaction to it all i could say is i feel bad for swedish people because they made swedish people look like some real psychopaths in this movie because this movie did not really have any jump scares but it was very disturbing and i'm like this is some real disgusting shit but i never felt like scared i just felt like like disgusted right yet the reviews on this movie were like off the charts it was making it was like 7 out of 10 stars on imdb and i was excited to watch it i thought it was going to be like a thriller but in the end there was no kind of resolution everyone just kind of died except for the like the girl and i'm spoiling it so you don't watch it because it's really disgusting and nasty but the it kind of breaks down like what people define as scary right because i don't find um like monsters or like like scary or things like that or even possession movies i don't really think are there's a difference between scare like scary as you're watching it and being scared after it's done very rarely after i'm i watched a movie about possession or things along those lines am i scared once it's done because it it's illogical to me except for this one movie called the witch that scared the fuck out of me because there was like a weird goat and i already like don't fuck with goats because their eyes are all weird and shit and they like can't look you in the eye because they're like they're like the chameleons of the mammal world their eyes are looking all kind of crazy directions so like you don't you don't feel like a connection with a goat just like a rabbit's like I feel like rabbits kind of have that give me that same vibe. They don't like show you love like that. Actually, no, never mind. I met a rabbit recently, and he's he's kind of okay. But God, this is a real tangent episode. Um, but yeah, so the witch was scary because I don't know, because like it had Satan involved, and Satan was like in the form of a goat, and um, he was like f- fucking with this like weird. Plymouth Rock family. But at the end, right? This girl, spoiler alert for the witch, she actually, like, her whole life gets fucked up because the goat kind of, like, kills everybody, kind of. And she decides to join a witch cult, right? And in this witch cult, she, like, did, like, a baby sacrifice or whatever. And I wouldn't do that, right? But, like, if I were to see a witch cult, and I see them all floating up and flying and shit, I'd be like, I would think about it, right? Not the baby shit, but like, what do I gotta do to get these flying abilities? Because I'm trying to be a superhero, right? I would like get the flying abilities and just like dip out and like save the world and shit and be like the only Avenger on the planet Earth. But I would definitely think about it or if you got like super strength. But, um, and I say all of this stuff like I don't believe in this and I don't believe in that. Yet I'm also kind of one of the most superstitious people that you'll find. Rand, like just random superstitions. And not even like predisposed superstitions that people tell you like, oh, if you open an umbrella indoors or whatever. I don't know about that. But I, I always feel like my actions have a weird effect on the world. 
out of a sort of like even if it's not direct but weird like universal ripple effect and i always think like especially when i was like younger i was a huge i mean i'm still a huge sports fan but if the bulls lost a big game and i'm just sitting there i'm like fuck like what if i didn't have oatmeal this morning like would they have won or it's just stupid shit like that but like, sometimes i take it seriously or like even if i like I have like certain routines during my day that I just have to do. And um yeah, I don't know. I'm a very all over the place person. Um and along the lines of superstition, I'm not going to get into it. This is a whole other episode. And I'm going to have someone else on the episode for this one, but I'm going to talk about astrology. I'm not going to say anything about it now, but that may or may not be the next episode is me arguing with someone about astrology, but yeah. That is also a prevalent topic and argument that i like to have but yeah so kind of summing all that up don't watch midsummer they need to start making more creative uh scary movies that involve different um kind of scenarios because this whole possession like thing is so played out all the movies are exactly the same this family goes to a house like they can't for some reason they can't find another house but they're not poor, but they can't find another house. And they live in this house. And the little girl sees something. She tells the dad. The dad's like, yo, chill. You're like tweaking. And then the little girl goes somewhere that she's not supposed to. Opens the door that she's not supposed to. Goes in the room. Sees a kind of like a half ghost. And starts talking to it like it's her homie. And then becomes her best friend. And all of a sudden, the ghost does some Stockholm Syndrome shit on the kid. And the kid doesn't want to leave the ghost that's like fucking her life up. And then the kid gets possessed. And then... They get a priest or whatever, and the priest's like, "Ah, oh, damn, y'all fucked up. I told you not to go in there." And then the priest gets fucked up a little bit, and usually one person dies. Like the beginning, the first person who tries, he dies because like someone has to die. Otherwise, it's not scary. But then like everyone else who doesn't even who doesn't even know how to do shit, who just like says like weird like quotes, somehow manages to get a ghost to disappear, and the ghost like, "Oh, fuck no!" It's like a swiper no swiping type shit, and then. The ghost disappears, and then the movie's over, but then they have to, like, make more money, so the ghost is like, oh, no, nah, low-key, I ain't moved nowhere. I'm still chilling in this house, living in this picture frame, or I'm living in this doll, and then let's make ten more movies. And that's essentially all the scary movies you've ever seen that involve possession. So, y'all need to step your game up, Hollywood. I swear to God. And, um, oh, speaking of Hollywood, right... Um, I think I'll end this podcast on this subject, but um, big news, which I find more scarier than ghosts, is the fact that they're Spider-Man, right? The Tom Holland iteration of Spider-Man is going to be leaving the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And for those who don't know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, also known as the MCU, is owned by Disney. And let me tell you, like Disney owns fucking everything. Any online any kind of media thing that you might think of there's a 50 percent chance it's maybe larger than 50 percent chance that it's owned by disney even down to like espn which is a sports is a run is owned by disney so and sony is another big media conglomerate i guess i don't know if that's the right word i don't think so anyways um sony owns the right to spider-man so Sony originally made the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and then the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. And listen, let me, I'll go on record and say 
those are good movies, right? Spider-Man 3, and I don't know, but like, I liked it. It was enjoyable to watch, whether it's a great movie or not is debatable, but it was fun to watch, right? But, in my opinion, the way Disney kind of incorporated Spider-Man and Tom Holland into their universe and skipped the backstory that everyone already knows and just got into his kind of raw character development through the Avengers movies and then uh, his own two standalone movies. This is by far the best Spider-Man, Tom Holland, right? And the reason he's the best is because you can see how he grows by learning from other heroes, i.e. Iron Man, right? R.I.P. Tony Stark. Um, so to just... So this whole argument or this whole kind of events that are happening now is that Sony and Disney cannot come to terms on sharing the rights to Spider-Man in terms of profits, right? And normally, I'm the type of person to be like, hey, everyone should have... It should be an equal playing field of creative opportunities and Disney's kind of hogging everything and um, they just want kind of a monopoly on media, right? And people are saying that Sony should have the rights to Spider-Man because it kind of evens the playing field. Normally, I would be okay with such a thing, right? But... My top three, just background, my top three superheroes are Batman, Spider-Man, and Static Shock, right? So that means Spider-Man is very important to me, right? And Spider-Man in the Marvel Universe had the, has the opportunity to grow so much just the way they did Iron Man grow over the 10 years uh, through Tony Stark, right? And to just, Sony, for Sony just to like keep him and make two or three movies out of him and just be done with it and we have to reboot fucking Spider-Man every 10 years, every 5 to 10 years and not have a story arc similar to Iron Man's or even even Wolverine, right? Why can't we have a story arc for Spider-Man like that? And so that's why I'm supporting the fact that Disney finds a way to hold on to the rights of using him in his movies, but as of right now it's not looking too good. And the only hope I have is that um, Sony, if they do end up keeping him, is to make a dope Venom movie. But it's a big debate at the comic kind of community, whether you care or not. I don't know. But I'm also going to um, keep tabs on it. And let you can also let me know. I'll probably make another post of which side you support. Oh, man. This is like... It, it all it almost makes me depressed thinking of what could have been had this issue had not occurred. And I know Disney's being selfish and greedy, but yo, fuck it, just let them do that, please. Let them have any other superhero. Just keep Spider Man. But anyways, that's my input on that. Literally we're being ghosted by Sony and Disney, so I guess that sticks to the theme of this episode. And yeah. Oh, damn, we're at 43 minutes already. This was kind of a comeback episode. I hope I am more punctual in terms of posting. I don't, I'm not going to give you a timetable because I know goddamn well I'm not going to stick to it. But hopefully, let's aim for at least two episodes a month. And I'll be more involved on my social media for Danger Knock. 
and let me know about things you want me to talk about. I'm down to talk about pretty much anything. So, yeah, until next time, and the next time won't be a long time, hopefully, fingers crossed. That's wood. Um, I'll see you then. Deuces.